welcome to the Berwick Film and Media Arts Festival. My name's Miriam and I'm on the programming team for the festival. Today I'm speaking with Nelson McKengo, the director of Up at Night, which is screening in the Berwick New Cinema competition. Nelson McKengo is a filmmaker, photographer and producer based in Kinshasa. So thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. We are screening your film Up at Night. And yeah, I guess I was just interested interested in your approach and like where the idea to make the film came from. I know it came from like a photography project and then was developed into a film. I was wondering if you could talk about that a little bit. Merci pour la question. So at the beginning, the idea was uh, to reproduce a kind of uh, emotional way to to map the city at night. So to have a kind of imaginary map of it Kinshasa at night. So that's what uh, was the the main intention on the photograph. And then when he started shooting. Uh, uh, taking pictures and talking to the people, then he realized that it was important also to give voice to these people uh, who are working at night in Kinshasa. And so there is a, the, the, the link in between the, 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 the idea and then the film is really to do an interaction in between the city and the people at night. Yeah, I was wondering if I could ask kind of technical question just about how how to kind of capture a city at night uh, in such slow light um, with just these like LEDs if there was much um, technical interruption on Nelson's part or if you know he was just capturing what was there. Alors c'est simple c'est simple pour ces projets parce que so at the beginning, uh, it's really related also to the, the photographic approach of Nelson. Uh, so at the beginning, he was taking pictures of people illuminated by lead torches. And then uh, for, for the shooting, uh, what he tries sometimes is to, if they are not illuminated by lead torches, then he gives them a lead torch to, to, to be illuminated, but then he asked to the people just to to live their lives as they as they are living like normally and to do whatever they want and then Nelson shoots. So for him, it's not to be uh, uh, imposé. So it's not to um, to canalize what they are doing, their action, but to to let them free of saying what they want to say. And so Nelson is like more. A, a testimony, yes, the reality of a social life of what is happening around these people. Yes. En plus, ce qui est important, ces films est tourné dans un, pendant une période qui est très important pour les Congos. So the, the film is also charged by the moment because uh, uh, the shooting happened during the first democratic elections of Congo. So since uh, 1960, so since independence. So this is also really important, the period. And so it's a tense period. It's not a normal period. So it was in between December and January 2008-19. Um, 
and then there was also all these uh, news around the dam being built on the Congo River or this project of the Grand Dam. Uh, so uh, it's also related to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering if Nelson could speak a little bit more about, yeah, being being the kind of conduit for those people's voices and for their opinion. Um, I guess I'm especially interested in the kind of stuff about the the hydroelectric dam. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe he could speak to that or speak about just generally what, what the feeling is towards that. I think we see some of it in the film, but I would kind of be interested to, to hear. For Nelson, he, he knows that he's, uh, he's dealing and he's facing a dramatic situation. Um, there is a kind of violence in what is happening in the film, in the spaces, uh, and also in what you can hear, uh, on the voices that you can hear, there is a violence. So there is something dramatic, but for him, the the wish is to transform this violence in something poetic, aesthetic, or so this is a bit the, the development of his uh, directing. And for this, but he uses a camera, sound recorder, and some torches LEDs that he gives to the to the characters. And he hoped that with these simple tools he can create a sort of magic situation. Um, and about the Great Dam, so for him, it's not important really the Great Dam in itself, the project, but what is more important is to, to reflect on what does it mean to be enlightened and to give lights. So what does it mean symbolically, but emotionally, but also in reality? Yes. I guess maybe my question too would be, um, what is it like as someone who has, you know, lived away from the DRC, lived in France, um, and then what what is that relationship like going back to make that film um, as someone who has lived abroad and studied abroad? I wonder if it gives some distance or something. So for him, it was really a, a big shock to be uh, in Paris, to arrive in Paris, because he studied there for, for three months, also in the imaginary, uh, on the imaginary side, it was like, okay, I'm arriving in the La Ville des Lumières, so the city of light, you know, Paris. Uh, and so then, uh, of course, uh, then he realized that he was living in darkness. Uh, because and even more more when he get back to to Kinshasa, uh, something uh, there was a transformation inside him. He, he he changed, and and he realized that he was living in the dark. But while he was in Kinshasa, for him it was normal to be in the dark. And then it's only when he traveled back uh, to Paris then then he realized that we, this was not normal. I think there's also some. Thing interesting there in about what people can get used to and what becomes normal and that yeah one person's way of life or one city's way of life or way of living 
is always going to be different from from another's. Um, yeah, that's kind of interesting to me. What what this normal is um, in the in the scheme of like darkness and light. Um, I guess my other question is kind of to go back to something technical, um, and just to talk about the decision to have like three present the film in three split screens and I guess maybe that comes from the photographic element of it um, but I was wondering um, if Nelson could talk about that a little bit. Alors pour, um, pour les films, il uh, y a des, des dispositifs qui ont aussi inspiré uh, So uh, before doing the film, he visited the, the two dams uh, that are today working like 10%, but uh, Inga 1 and Inga 2. So the Grand Dam would be Inga 3, okay? And so he visited this, uh, this enormous place uh, and he went into the in, inside of the control center. But so, uh, you, you know, you can imagine like big screens, machine to control all the operations, all the... And so this was inspiring for the, for the short film. And also uh, another aesthetic that was inspiring to do this three screens uh, video, it was uh, the screens that you can see in the in the night in Kinshasa in the city. The the informal uh, vendors they also sell old TVs or screens from Europe, and so this was also inspiring for the editing of the video because you can see that um, uh, some images are repeating themselves, some others are separate. Uh, Ouais. Et aussi, c'est qu'après, ça, je l'ai constaté, après, c'est que ça crée ces dispositifs de trois écrans. Aussi, ça crée une distance. Ce device uh, aide to, to have a distance with the, the images and, and the subject and, uh, and allow the viewer to be distant from what he sees or she sees. So it's not an immersive uh, film, but it's more an uh, observative film. Observation, yes, yes, yes. Great, thank you so much um, for taking the time to talk to us. Um, and thank you so much for your film. Yeah, it was such a such a pleasure to be able to, to screen it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.